developments in the Canadian securities industry and potential impacts facing CIBC Mellon clients and institutional investors active in the Canadian market. I'm Richard Vitovic, your moderator and senior relationship manager at CIBC Mellon. We're recording this podcast at an unprecedented time during the COVID-19 pandemic. So we're recording this podcast from our homes. And thank you for joining us today. CIBC Mellon and other Canadian financial institutions continue to work remotely during the pandemic. This podcast will offer an outlook and questions to consider as we look beyond the current state and turn our attention to returning to the office. Now, there is a lot to consider when it comes to reoccupying offices. From planning and communicating what your company is doing to updating employees on what they should expect and need to do while back in the office. We will focus our discussion on providing key considerations for planning and preparations with the goal of supporting employees, reducing risk, and most importantly, keeping everyone safe. Our guest for this episode is Kevin Kondo, Assistant Vice President, Enterprise Security at CIBC Mellon, and Mona Al-Julani, Vice President, Human Resources Relationship Management and Employee Experience at CIBC Mellon. Thank you both for joining us today. Kevin, can you start off from a business continuity approach on what the first step of return to office preparations may look like for large and small organizations, including insights on the key areas to consider? Sure. And thank you very much, Richard, for the introduction. So firstly, we really have to understand how our employees are doing in the current remote work environment. Uh, understanding how they're functioning now and how they've been functioning over the past couple months with regards to the pandemic really helps us to drive and understand how, how quickly we need to accelerate our return to office plans. With regards to things that we can control, there's a variety of internal factors that need to be put in place uh, prior to having any employees come back into the office. So firstly, we do have to ensure that property managers for our various offices are engaged and most of them are across Canada with regards to COVID plans, around pandemic plans, around return to office and a healthy environment protocols. So all these things should already be established by a respective property manager. And that's really your starting point. Um, a lot of things are going to be re- revolving and hinging on the property manager uh, with regards to uh, entry and exit protocols, uh, sanitization, uh, maintenance, um, HVAC, all these things are going to really be dependent on them to support your return to office plans. But then the things now within your immediate control are going to be your own office space. So making changes to your interior work areas. Uh, Some employees uh, have requested barriers between themselves because we know that um, some offices are small. So if you're working in a small space, we may have to put up physical barriers, much like we've seen at grocery stores uh, between employees because um, social distancing can't be maintained. So things like that definitely need to be a consideration and those need to be put in prior to having any employees come back into the office. Something else that needs to be factored in is all the common areas for employees. So your kitchenettes, your bathrooms, uh, your lounge areas, your waiting rooms, reception desks, all those things. So those are all factors that you can control within your own respective space. And you really need to have uh, good plans, good protocols in place. Now, what are some key things to consider? 
there's really two right now that are top of mind for myself and for other organizations. One is with regards to uh, personal protective equipment, so masks and gloves, and not necessarily how to get them right now, but how are you going to get them next month or three months from now? So supply chain risk is definitely top of mind. How do you maintain a steady amount of PPE? That could be sanitizers, wipes, hand gels, soaps, things of that nature. So how do you maintain that? And also, how much are you going to be consuming for the next few months as this pandemic continues to run its course? And then the second key concern is really about a second wave of infection. So there's been a lot of uh, reports in the news, um, a lot of discussion right now with regards to having a second wave occur, particularly around cold and flu season, which is just a couple months away. So what are your response preparations looking like in anticipation of that type of event happening? Uh, do you have instant protocols in place, um, sanitization, contact tracing protocols that need to be put in place, especially if you're sharing a small office space? And then what are your return to home protocols looking like? Are you able to quickly deploy people back into their work from home environment to continue on with business operations? And even going so far as to having some kind of secondment protocol or secondment strategy, um, that's another concern uh, with regards to having a second wave event coming about. Do you recommend providing a survey to employees to assess their readiness and sentiment towards returning to work? So uh, I do recommend having a survey specifically to the managers and the, your senior leadership team to understand how is it that your, your department is functioning or how is it that your department is performing with regards to the remote work environment. So uh, contacting them first just to get a, a sense of uh, whether or not there are any kind of issues or concerns that can be addressed at that level, um, that's something that I would definitely recommend. Uh, I'll leave it to HR to talk about uh, the individual employees, but from a BCM perspective, the focus is on two things, employee health and also maintaining operations. So understanding how are your operations running, are there any risks, um, are there any improvements or enhancements that can be made to the current remote work environment, that's going to be really important for you to understand. And a survey is definitely one mechanism. Uh, there's also interviews with the individual business unit leads, managers, uh, department leads. Uh, all those things are absolutely necessary for you to get a pulse on how your organization is running during this pandemic. I would just add, in terms of the survey as well, conducting an employee survey is also a great tool for gauging employee sentiment and readiness to return to the office. Ideally, the survey should be conducted regularly as employee readiness and sentiment may change as directives from government authorities and health agencies are updated to reflect the current situation. Additionally, I would recommend that managers stay connected with their employees through regular conversations, which will help us to determine any challenges that they may be facing in their current work environment or as it relates to returning to the office. Would you discuss how to determine which people should be first to return and if an organization takes a phased-in approach? There are a number of factors to consider when determining which employees would be best suited to return to the office. First and foremost, the well-being and safety of employees is the main factor. And at CIBC Mellon, we are working with each of our employees to determine any specific concerns that they have for returning to the office. We will also consider if employees have in-office dependencies, such as access to specific equipment. Other considerations will include whether the employee has expressed concerns with their remote work setup at home or have expressed a desire to return to the office. 
We'll also discuss with our managers any productivity-related issues that their team is experiencing, which could potentially be resolved by returning to the office. Taking all of these factors into consideration, we'll work with our leaders to review the needs of their teams to determine which employees would be most appropriate to return to the office. How do you address the challenges that employees may face, such as if daycares remain closed or mass transit concerns, if socially distancing is not possible when commuting? We are taking a personalized approach with the goal of understanding the needs of each of our employees. If childcare, elder care, or transportation, for an example, is an issue, we will work with those individuals to determine a work arrangement that makes sense for them. This may include continuing to work remotely or other flexible working arrangements. Kevin, what do you think uh, the key topics companies need to think through as they create their return to office business recovery plans, employee readiness strategies, and employee guidelines? Uh, there's a few things uh, with regards to that, and I'll, I'll go back to kind of the fundamentals of pandemic planning, uh, space, staff, supplies, and key services. So with regards to space, um, it's really going to focus on what space is going to be used and in what way. Are you going to use all of your existing office space? Are you going to carve it up differently? Um, are you going to uh, make office configuration changes or use satellite offices and, and spread your risk of, of any kind of infection throughout multiple buildings. So it really starts with uh, your physical office space first. And then once you have a, a layout of uh, where you could potentially deploy employees to, now think about uh, the individual employees. Who needs to come back first and how many? Uh, going back to Mona's point, from a who standpoint, uh, focus on those that are having issues with working from home or doing remote work. So uh, those that are supporting critical business functions, operations, client services. Um, and then once you narrow down who's performing the most important work for your clients, um, then have those conversations with them to find out, are they the right fit to come back? Are they uh, someone who deems themselves to be low risk. Also, do they support even coming back into the office uh, based on you know, surveys and, and understanding their sentiment? And then with regards to supplies, we touched on that earlier. Uh, do you have enough to accommodate those employees that you originally uh, thought were going to come back and the ones that are actually going to come back? Um, looking at what kind of supplies you actually need for them and do they actually fit the right purpose? Uh, there's been a lot of concerns around underground uh, PPE suppliers. So making sure that you have the quality and the quantity for your employees is also going to be essential. And then uh, looking at the actual service in the end. So um, when we think about services for ourselves, looking at third-party risk, um, maintaining critical operations, maintaining the services that are most important for our clients, that's really going to be our key focus. So. When we have factor in all of those things, uh, that really formulates now what our return to office plans are going to look like. Mona, did you have anything to add? Just to echo what Kevin had said, as we mentioned, we currently have some employees who are working in the office. And as the situation continues to evolve, we continue to provide um, updates to employees so they can understand what to expect while working in the office, including physical distancing guidelines, changes to workstations, and building updates. As our return to office will be conducted in a phased approach over an extended period, we will be updating the employee packages and guidelines provided for each phase to reflect the evolving situation to ensure that employees always have the most up-to-date information necessary. And from an employee experience, 
experience perspective, we know that successful businesses thrive on motivated workforces. So what are some suggestions for boosting employee morale and building effective change management strategies for organizations in the post-pandemic world? Thanks, Richard. That's a great question. Ensuring a positive employee experience, whether working in the office or remotely, continues to be one of our top priorities, as I'm sure it is for many other organizations. I'll share with you a little bit about what we've done at CIBC Mellon. First and foremost, we've shifted many of our employee programs to become virtual, which is not exactly the same, and we recognize that, but it feel it is important to still provide these offerings, including our learning programs, mentorship, as well as community volunteering. We've also held many virtual social activities to keep our employees connected and adding some fun into their workday, including a fitness challenge, virtual bingo, and trivia. The pandemic has caused a lot of organizations to rethink the future of work, and many may now be considering moving up their timelines for implementing changes that may have originally been planned for a few years out. A few things to consider include ensuring leaders and managers are equipped with the proper resources and tools to effectively lead remote work teams, as well as finding ways to support employee connectivity with both their colleagues as well as leaders, and finding creative ways to engage employees through virtual communities and activities. Wonderful. And I guess just to touch upon uh, something that you mentioned, Mona, and I don't know if Kevin can expand on it from his perspective, but um, obviously communication is important. How should an organization communicate with their employees? What we've been doing is very early on in the pandemic, we hosted uh, conference calls um, with our business recovery coordinators, which essentially are uh, department leads that are representing the business units and their interests, so particularly around operations. So reaching out to them early on with the, the current status of the pandemic, with how our organization is going to be operating uh, with regards to remote work, um, cascading communications down to the respective employees through that uh, business recovery coordinator network was our key focus. That was early on in March. Now, since then, we've had uh, a variety of communications either through our corporate communications channels. We early on had a SharePoint site created for employees and for managers, updated on a very regular basis with regards to current organizational changes, processes uh, with regards to work from home, in addition to links to a variety of authoritative health sources. And then we've also been hosting over the past couple months uh, weekly calls with our leadership team and the employees uh, just to give the employees a sense of uh, what's happening from a leadership perspective, a strategy perspective, return to office and pandemic uh, preparedness perspective. All those topics have been covered almost on a weekly basis now uh, through employee conference calls. In addition to all of that, we've also been sending out ad hoc communications to employees either from uh, Steve, our CEO, uh, cascading those messages to the organization or the key leadership members with regards to updates within their respective area as it pertains to the pandemic. So there's been a constant flow of communication from senior leadership, um, from uh, the various crisis management teams, uh, myself, uh, human resources, uh, from facilities. Uh, so there's never been, I would say, a, a moment where employees don't know what's going on. Uh, they've constantly been kept in the loop throughout this entire pandemic. Uh, up until now with regards to return to office. So that's been uh, obviously a hot topic with regards to our employee calls. So making sure that they're aware about what the office changes are going to be looking like so that they're not uh, shell-shocked by coming to the office on day one and seeing um, signage up and stanchions up and having to follow different protocols for entering the building. 
So we're trying to really keep them up to date as much as we possibly can with regards to all of those changes. So Kevin, if work from home continues for a prolonged period of time, what questions should organizations ask themselves? So there's uh, a few that you definitely want to cover. Um, some with regards to technology, uh, others with regards to um, the employee's experience with working from home for an extended period of time and out of the office. So on the technology standpoint, uh, how are they configured to work from home? Uh, do they have all of the equipment that they need? So a laptop is obviously going to be your, your bare minimum, but do they need anything else outside of that to uh, either do their uh, daily tasks or to improve their efficiency and performance, things like uh, additional monitors, uh, printing devices, um, it could be um, corporate phones, things of that nature. So uh, equipping them with the right technology to do their roles is definitely going to be uh, up there in terms of importance. Also, do they have the applications to stay collaborative and in touch with those in the office or uh, with other employees that also may be working from home? So things like video conferencing tools, collaboration and technology whiteboarding tools, things like that. So uh, technology is going to be a key piece. Uh, the other aspect is going to be around how is their work from home environment uh, functioning? So is it something that's conducive and safe and secure for them to work out of? Uh, are they working in a dorm-like environment with uh, five, six other people or family members around them? Or do they actually have space to conduct confidential business, which is what CIBC Mellon is in the business of. So ensuring that uh, a client information is protected and secure is definitely going to be a factor in extended remote work. So making sure that the employee that's going to be working from home for an extended period of time can um, fulfill and be in compliance to security policies is absolutely going to be essential um, in consideration of extended or long-term remote work considerations. Thank you so much. And, and I guess for a final recap, and, and what I'll do is defer to both of you, and we'll have Mona go first and then Kevin, but as a recap and to provide some key takeaways for our listeners, can you share some top questions for clients to consider for their own organizations? Mona, if you'd like to start. Thanks, Richard. When we're thinking about return to office and planning for return to office, you know, employees will play a huge part in that, and it won't be successful unless we have employee commitment and employee buy-in to return to the office. So with that, it's really important to think about a few questions. First and foremost being who actually does need to return to the office and when is the right timing, not only for your organization, but for employees in general. And taking into account all of the feedback that you've been hearing from employees, um, as we know, there are some employees who are excited and eager to return to the office and, and taking their um, their interest and their feedback into consideration, as well as those who are a little more apprehensive about returning to office, really understanding what are their challenges and what are their hesitations and how can you address those. Um, I think the other piece when we think about returning to the office and employees is how can we ensure that we are providing a healthy and safe environment. Um, and I know Kevin will probably address that a little bit more in his, his closing thoughts and his comments as well, um, ensuring that we're not just meeting the bare minimum, but that we're going above and beyond as much as possible, and what are those things that we could do to make our employees feel safe with returning to the office. Thank you. That's great. And, and Kevin, uh, any final uh, top questions for clients to consider? I would uh, ask clients and everyone, quite frankly, to think about what if. So 
what if this pandemic uh, is not over in a month, two months, six months? So what does that look like for your organization, for your current uh, remote work strategy? What does that look like from uh, an employee engagement perspective? And think about what if you do have employees come back into the office or the employees that are currently in your office right now, what if there's an incident there now or next week? What's your response going to be to that type of event? Um, are you prepared for it? Do you have split work strategies in place now in anticipation of something? Uh, what if supplies run out? Or what if the government imposes some additional requirements uh, with regards to uh, re-entry or reopening of businesses, something like uh, mandating PPE usage or, or mandating uh, temperature scanning or something of that nature. So um, start thinking now about all of those what-ifs, list them off, and gauge for yourself, are you comfortable or do you have a response plan in place should one of those what-if items occur? So I'd really encourage employees um, to give feedback to managers and managers to, to take those items away and think, hmm, am I prepared for something like these things to happen? And if I'm not prepared, um, then now's really the time to be planning. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. And thank you, Kevin Amona. That's great information for our clients and other listeners to consider as their organizations prepare to return back to the office. Obviously, we all woke up to a very challenging environment in March 2020, which turned our daily routine upside down. With diligent planning, patience, and kindness, we look to return to the office, but more importantly, start down a long path to a new way of working and living. Thanks for listening to CIBC Mellon Industry Perspectives. And please check back for future podcasts as we look to share our experience, knowledge, and thoughts on themes that impact the financial industry. For more information, including CIBC Mellon's latest knowledge leadership on issues relevant to institutional investors active in Canada, visit CIBCMellon.com. Thanks for listening to CIBC Mellon Industry Perspectives. Thank you.